Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. I forgive you. These words can be some of the hardest words to say to someone, yet these three simple words are also some of the most powerful words that you could say. They have the ability to bring so much freedom into your life. What is forgiveness? Many times when we think of the word forgiveness, we associate it with our emotions and our feelings, how we feel about someone and what they did to us. But did you know that forgiveness has nothing to do with your feelings or your emotions? Forgiveness is a choice. It's extending grace to someone even when they don't deserve it. And many times they don't deserve it. Grace is not getting what we deserve. It's getting what Jesus deserves. Romans 3.23 tells us that the payment for our sins is death. If you've messed up even one time in your entire life, We deserve death. However, because of what Jesus did for us, he canceled that death sentence and gave us life. Romans 5, 8 tells us that God demonstrated his own love toward us, that while we were still out there sinning, while we were still out there messing up, Christ died for us. When we extend grace to someone, we're basically saying to them, what you did was wrong, but because Jesus has forgiven me of everything that I've ever done wrong, I'm choosing to forgive you even though you don't deserve it. This might help you. You don't even have to like the person that you're forgiving. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you have to enter back into that friendship or that relationship. That is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is choosing to let go of the pain and the anger that have held on to you because of what this person has done to you. You're choosing to forgive them and you're choosing to let go. If you've been listening to the Uncommon Team podcast, even for a short while, you may have heard me talk about my dad. Growing up, my dad was very physically, mentally, and verbally abusive. I remember the day he left our home when I was in sixth grade. And even though it's sad to say, up to this point in my life, this was the happiest day of my entire life. I was finally going to be free of all that he did to me. However, I was anything but free. Because of what he did to me, I carried around so much pain and so much hurt, and I put up so many walls around my life so that people were not allowed to get inside because I didn't want to be hurt like that again. I would not allow people to see the real me, who I really was, because I thought the real me was somebody that people would reject. I carried around unforgiveness in my heart towards my dad for years, and it wasn't until after I was out of college that I realized that I had never forgiven my dad. And therefore, 
If I never forgave my dad, I would never be free from the pain and the anger that he had caused me. See, unforgiveness does not hurt the person that hurt you. Unforgiveness hurts you. I've not seen my dad now for about 22 years. And I don't know if he has even thought about me one time since then. He's gone on with his life. The only person that that unforgiveness was hurting was me. I had to make that conscious decision to forgive him. And let me tell you, once I made that decision to forgive my dad, my feelings toward him did not change one bit. It took several years before those negative feelings left. This is why it's important to know that your feelings have nothing to do with your choice to forgive. It took me several years before those negative feelings and emotions toward my dad began to leave. And honestly, if I walked into a room today where my dad was standing, I would no longer have negative feelings toward him. Ladies, it takes time sometimes to get over those feelings and emotions. But I'll tell you what, you choose to forgive and those emotions and those feelings will follow because God steps in and he helps you change the way you think towards those people. And let me just go off on a side note real quick. I had a question come into me recently that asked, if I block somebody on social media, does that mean that I haven't really forgiven them? Absolutely not. You don't have to like the person that hurt you. You don't have to step into a relationship with them again. You can block them. You can remove them completely from your life. And that does not mean that you have not forgiven them. It just means that you do not trust them and every relationship is built on trust and they have to earn that trust back. You may have heard the phrase, you need to forgive and forget. And I think sometimes we hear that phrase and we think, well, I can't forget. So does that mean that I haven't really forgiven? I think when people say this, what they mean is, and you heard me talk a little bit about this already, but that you can get to a point in your life where those memories no longer have power to hurt you and control the way you feel. So how do we forgive? What does that look like? Well, ladies, God has forgiven you and me freely, fully, and finally. Therefore, that's how we should forgive others. What does it mean to forgive freely? Romans 3.24 tells us that we are justified freely by God's grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. That word justified means that God has made us just as if I'd never sinned. Justified, just as if I'd never sinned. God forgave us freely. He didn't think, wow, you really messed up this time. I don't know if I can forgive you this time. No, he freely forgave you. And that's how we should forgive others. Immediately after they hurt us, we need to instantly forgive them and make the choice to let go of the pain and the anger and to not let them control our lives any longer. Now, this doesn't mean that you overlook what they did to you. It doesn't mean that you allow them to treat you badly. It doesn't mean that you deny that they did something bad to you. What that means is that you turn to God immediately and you choose to give it to him. When we do that, we are denying that person to control our emotions, to control our actions, to control our lives. We deny them the power to control us. 
Ladies, God also forgave us fully. Micah 7.19 tells us that after we've received God's forgiveness, that God not only forgives us, but he casts all of our sins into the depths of the sea. He chooses not to remember them anymore. When we make the choice to forgive, the enemy will keep trying to bring those things back up into our mind. We have to make an immediate decision to cast those thoughts down and speak against them and say, you know what? No, I am not going back there because I have already forgiven them. They no longer have power over me anymore. Just as God threw our sins into the depths of the sea, we need to make sure that we don't pick those things back up that they did to us, that anger, that pain that it caused, and step back into unforgiveness. Cast down those thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Those thought processes, those things are taking us right back to that place of unforgiveness. So we need to cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So ladies, again, when those thoughts come up, speak against them. No, I will not receive this thought. I have already forgiven them in Jesus' name. So we saw that Jesus forgave us freely. We also saw that he forgave us fully, but Jesus also forgave us finally, once and for all. Psalm 103.12 says that as far as the east is from the west, that's how far God has removed our sins from us. Think about it. If you're traveling west and somebody else is traveling east and you continue going as far as you can possibly go, you're never going to meet back up again. And that is the way it is with our sins. We are going one direction, our sins are going the other. And that is what God says. He has forgiven us finally. So when we choose to forgive somebody, we need to choose to forgive them finally. As we just shared, when those thoughts come up, speak against them. Don't take them back. Don't pick them back up and start thinking about them again. Speak against them. No, I've forgiven and I'm moving on. And ladies, let me just say this. Most of what I've been talking about so far has been about forgiving others. But truthfully, one of the hardest people to forgive is ourselves. We have to live with ourselves. We can't believe the decisions that we made. We can't believe the things that we said. We can't believe how we hurt somebody else or allowed somebody to hurt somebody else. And we hold on to these thoughts and we hold on to these emotions against ourselves and we hate ourselves for it. But ladies, just as you forgive others, you need to forgive yourself. You're only hurting yourself worse. Just like when you choose to forgive others. Anytime the enemy tries to bring up your past to you, speak against him and remind him that you are forgiven and that you are not going to fall into that, then turn and thank God for his forgiveness and his great love for you. Because God has forgiven you freely, fully, and finally. You need to forgive yourself freely, fully, and finally. So what does forgiveness look like? Practically, how do we forgive? Number one, reflect on God's forgiveness toward you. Ephesians 4.32 tells us to forgive others as God in Christ forgave us. Since God forgives us for all the wrongs that we do, it's important for us to forgive others. Again, it only hurts us when we choose not to forgive. Number two, 
Talk to God and ask him to reveal to you if there's any unforgiveness in your life. You know, sometimes we don't even realize that we're holding on to unforgiveness. This was the case with me. There was a girl who stole from me and she really hurt me, but I kind of brushed it off and, and like kind of hit it deep down in my heart. Like I just wasn't going to think about it anymore, but I had not chosen to forgive her. And I would find myself anytime I was in the same room with her, anytime I was at an event with her, I would do everything I possibly could to avoid her. I did not want to go anywhere near her. And it wasn't until God revealed to me that I was in unforgiveness toward her because she had stolen from me. And it wasn't until that moment that I could make the conscious decision to forgive. Number three, make the choice to forgive. Remember, forgiveness has nothing to do with our emotions or our feelings. It's a choice. Sometimes God will lead you to talk to the other person to let them know that you've forgiven them. But sometimes he won't. So just as I shared with you, that girl who was talking about blocking somebody on social media, you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to bring them back into your life again. Then number four, anytime those thoughts of pain or anger creep up, as we talked about earlier, speak against those thoughts and tell them to go. Remind them that you have already forgiven that person. And sometimes you have to keep reminding yourself over and over and over again that you have forgiven them until they go. I know that there are some times where I would say, no, I've forgiven them. And then those thoughts keep coming back up immediately right after I said that. And so I'd be like, no, I've forgiven them. And I would speak it over myself over and over and over and over again until those thoughts go. And then lastly, pray for the person who hurt you. Matthew 5, 43 through 44 says, and this is Jesus speaking. He says, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbors and hate your enemy. How many times have we heard that in today's world? That we love the people who love us and we hate the people who hate us, right? It's normal. And so we've heard that. Jesus is saying, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbors and hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you that you may be sons and daughters of your Father in heaven. Ladies, God says, God tells us to pray for those who hurt us, who spitefully use us. God says to bless those who curse you. It seems the exact opposite of what we've been told. We've been told to hate those who hate us. We've been told to do wrong to those who do wrong to us. But God says the opposite. And let me tell you, this is one of the reasons why God says to pray for those and to bless them. Because when you are blessing somebody else, it is really hard to have negative feelings towards them. It helps you to change those emotions and those feelings that you have towards them so that you can become free. If I walked into a room today with my dad, I would have no hard feelings for him anymore. And it's because of this right here, because I was praying life over him, because I was praying blessings over him. I no longer have those negative feelings toward him. When I think of my dad now, I think of him through the eyes of Jesus's compassion. It breaks my heart. I don't know what happened in my dad's past. I don't know what happened to make him hurt so bad that he felt like he had to hurt others. I don't know what happened to him. 
But I pray that he sees Jesus and God's great love for him and that he gives his life to the Lord. Ladies, this right here is key to moving past the hurt that those people have caused us. When we choose to obey God and forgiving others, especially when we don't feel like it, that's when we break the chain that the enemy has on us. See, Romans 12, 21 tells us to not be overcome by evil. When we walk in unforgiveness, we are overcome by evil. But it goes on to say, but overcome evil with good. Ladies, the only way that we can truly overcome evil is by good. Let's make that choice to forgive. Let's make that choice to pray for them and bless them. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. So as we say every week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.